Welcome to the 12 Tribes of Israel congregation. Visit us at our websites, wiseisrael.com, 12tribes.net, or 12t.co. You can also reach us at our toll-free number, which is 888-447-1695, or email us at scribe at wiseisrael.com. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Today we want to go over a topic called Bethink Themselves. And as we're going to read in this scripture in 1 Kings chapter 8, you'll be able to see that as a people, we should not give up in our search of who we are, especially since February is ending. A lot of our people do not allow themselves to go over history. And because of that, they miss out on their heritage, which is a great heritage that should not stop once the month of February ends. We have to understand that our heritage is written in a book, in one book, that literally is in every household. This same book we were forbidden from reading, meaning during slavery, if you were caught with this book, if you were reading this book, the probability of you dying was great. And that book is the Bible. Why do you think that the Bible is a book that was forbidden from us and that we were not allowed to read it? The reason why is because if you read the Bible, you will actually find out your identity. You will actually find out that you are indeed a descendant of the children of Israel. For example, we're going to begin in the scripture, which is in 1 Kings 8, where King Solomon was sending up a prayer. And remember, Solomon was a very wise man blessed with the Holy Spirit. And he was shown the future. So Solomon sends up this prayer to the Heavenly Father for our generation. And look what he said. 1 Kings chapter 8, and we're going to begin at verse 44. It says, If that people go out to battle, meaning if the children of Israel go out to war against their enemy, whithersoever thou shalt send them, and shalt pray unto the Lord toward the city which thou hast chosen, and toward the house that I have built for thy name, then hear thou in heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. This prayer that Solomon is giving us was a prayer that was dedicating the temple of the Most High, showing us how important the temple and the city of Jerusalem is to us. And he said, if we go to war and we are battling and we have this great enemy before us, we send our prayers to the Heavenly Father to help us. Please hear our prayers so that we could win. Verse 46 says, If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou be angry with them. Hold up, be what? Angry with them. That's important for us right there because it shows us how we could prevent living a life that is horrible, that is cursed, that is filled with punishment. If you want to be in the good graces of the Most High and be blessed, and to receive mercy from him, then don't make him angry. How can we avoid making God angry? By not committing sin. Now check this out. It says, And thou be angry with them, and deliver them to the enemy. So in verse 44, we went to battle, we prayed, and we were saved, we won. Verse 46, the enemy comes against us, and they win. They beat us. We are now under their power. We're now under their authority. So that they carried them away captives. 
so that they carried them away captives. What does that mean? Carried them away captives. The word captives means being carried away as a slave, as a prisoner. Right here, we're reading about our enslavement. Solomon knew this is going to happen to us. And Solomon saying, look, if they go into slavery, unto the land of the enemy, far or near. Notice he said far first. Because the slavery that happened to our parents, our forefathers, I should say, they were in Europe, they were in Africa, and in different regions of the world, and they were carried from where they were to the Americas. Notice I said Europe. A lot of our people don't know that the first slaves actually did not come from Africa. They came from Europe first. But the point is, even if you didn't know that, every single black person, every single so-called Hispanic or so-called Native American, we know for a fact that our people went through slavery. And for that reason, even though during Black History Month, people don't want to speak about this and they don't want to go back to that part of our history. It is a fact that it happened and it's a great start for us because it shows us who we are. Now, if you go to the beginning of this book, Genesis, you're going to read about the first black person, the first man, period. His name was Adam. Therefore, reading the scriptures especially if you know that you are a descendant of slaves, it's going to help you. This is why we shouldn't quit and think, nah, I don't, I don't know who we are, going back and searching through your family, gathering up the stories about who your grandfather was. It actually does help. The Bible tells us to do that, in fact. Hold your spot right there in 1 Kings chapter 8. We're going to go to the book of Job 8, verse 8. And it says, Job 8 and 8 says, For inquire, what's the word inquire mean? Ask questions. Look, search. I pray thee, the former age, look into your past, look into your history, and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers, showing you to search your lineage, especially on your father's side. Because this is how you will be able to identify if you are Israel or not. Our people, instead what they do, they say, I'm black. They don't think that they have to do any search. And they're like, that's it. I know who I am. I'm just, I'm just a black man or a black woman. But think about it. The word black just means a color. Which you could actually find in the Bible that the people were reading like Solomon. Or if you read about Adam. Or if you read about Christ. Or if you read about... Moses, you will find out that these men were black people. That was their skin color. Yet, they didn't consider that to be their nationality or their identity. Why not? Simple. God made an agreement, which the Bible calls a covenant, with Abraham. Now, this covenant, this agreement is like, imagine your father leaving you an inheritance. And you don't know who you are. But as soon as you do... You could come with this document saying, look, that was my father. And immediately, all the wealth that he left, let's say millions, houses, cars, fields, all that stuff will be given to you. That's the situation that we're in. 
If you don't know your identity, then you can claim the blessings that God has agreed to give you. This agreement went down from Abraham to Isaac, from Isaac to Jacob. And this is why when you look into our history, it's so hard to find information about us. I have this book, right? That's called Slave Narratives. And when I was reading that book, because remember, a lot of our people don't like to read about slavery. In that book, one of the slaves said that he knew that we were Jews. He said that he knew that we were the children of Israel. He was able to identify that not only by reading the Bible, but he was able to identify that because of the fact that the heritage, the culture that he had grown up in Africa with was the same as what is in the Bible. So things like that, there's clues all around. But when we don't allow ourselves to open our eyes and see, then you won't be able to what? Get that knowledge and get that self-consciousness of who you are. Going back to 1 Kings 8, he said, if they take them as slaves far or near. And why does it say near? Because you have some slaves that were not taken by slave ships to America. You have some slaves that were taken from America to the Caribbean. Some natives that were taking slaves like that. Like you have the Pequot Indians of Connecticut that they celebrate the massacre of the Pequot in Thanksgiving. Those people were taken in slave ships to the Caribbean, to the West Indies. Some of those people you will see today and identify them as black people. Not realizing that they are natives that were here before the Europeans. Then think about those of our people that were in Africa. Some of them were captured by the Arabs and sold into slavery in the Middle East. That's what it means by far or near. Let's keep reading in 1 Kings 8 and verse 47. It says, yet if they shall bethink themselves. What does it mean bethink themselves? My Bible has like a little number, which is a precept, to explain what that means. It says Hebrew, bring back to their heart, meaning bring back to their minds, bring back to their memory. If they shall bethink themselves in the land whither they were carried captives. If we allow ourselves to think back and say, hold up. Oh my God, that happened to us. We were taken in slave ships. That Deuteronomy says that? Whoa, what? We, we were the ones picking cotton. Bible says that? We were the ones that were captured and Joseph iron were put on our necks. The Bible says that? All those things will make sense. But what usually happens, people say, oh, let's move on. I'm tired of hearing about slavery. But that's a great starting point to finding out who you are. Yes, slavery is one of the reasons why we don't know who we are. This is why Solomon is saying we got to bethink ourselves. It's part of the prophecy that we will forget who we are. One of the questions that people usually ask is, if we're the children of Israel, Do all other people know that about us? And yes and no. We're going to go to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 32, which is going to show us that not only we were going to forget who we are, but also that because this society has been deceived for such a long time, you have people now thinking that when you hear the word Jew, they think of a white person. Or when they hear the word Israel, They think of those people that are in Israel today. 
And this is because of modern churchianity. Churchianity has brainwashed our people to think that that white image of Christ is actually Christ. That the people in Israel today are actually the Israelites. When in the Bible, it describes a whole different Christ and a whole different people of Israel. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 26 says this, I said, this is God speaking, I said, I will scatter them into corners. There's a documentary that I watch, I forgot the name of it, that has a whole bunch of black scholars and they have like a few series of it. And in the documentary, they talk about how there's black people here and this is the impact they had. Black people over there, black people over there, black, 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 everything black. And it shows how much of an impact we have had throughout the world. But what they can't give you and what they don't say is that we are the chosen people. They don't tell you how these people identify themselves. They don't tell you the history behind these people. And that's sad because when you're looking at the scriptures telling us that we're going to be scattered, that means that we're going to be all throughout the world because slavery through being carried in slave ships, you're going to be everywhere. You're going to be in Europe. You're going to be in South America, North America. You're going to be in Africa. You're going to be everywhere in the Middle East. I said I will scatter them into corners. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Meaning, first of all, we forgot who we were. Why? The moment they captured slaves in Africa, the first thing they did is baptize you and change your name. Meaning, from the moment that you were captured, you already are under a certain program of making sure you forget who you are, making sure that you don't bring with you the rebelliousness and the culture that you had in the past, that you're not going to seek to go back or to rebel. Like the movie Roots, when Kunta Kinte was getting whipped. No, your name is not Kunta Kinte, it's Toby! And he's getting whipped for it, right? Eventually, he gives in and says what? Okay, okay, I'm Toby. That happened to us not just by the whip of the white man. Even the Arabs did that to us. When the Arabs captured us, a lot of us were forced to convert to Islam in order for us to get our freedom. So, for example, in that movie Roots, they show him being Muslim. That happened because of slavery. Just like a lot of our people are Catholics because of slavery. In Europe, they had the Inquisition to remove from us our name. to remove from us being called Jews, being called Israel, and worshiping the only true God. When we gave up our nationality, what name did we take on? Negro. When the Muslims took away our nationality, what name did we take on? More. Today, our people call themselves black, just like they have been doing from the moment that our name was removed from us. Because the word Negro means black. The word more comes from the Greek, which means black. In fact, when they talk about the Inquisition, right? You imagine these so-called white men being forced to become Catholic and hiding their identity as Jews. They tell you in the history books that these people were called Moranos. For a person that doesn't come from a Latin-speaking language, and like they only speak English or German or whatever, Morano doesn't have any meaning to them. So that's why in, the, in those history books, they lie to you and say, it means swine. 
or to be, you know, converted or to be low in base. But for a Spanish speaker or Portuguese, we know that the word Morano doesn't mean swine. It doesn't mean pig. We know the word Morano is similar to the word more. Morano, for example, sounds just like the Spanish word Moreno, which means black. And all throughout history, we have this forced conversion of our people where they are taken away from their nationality and their heritage and their history because of how important it is to them. So here it is today. You got Black History Month. They don't have to force you. Now they present this information to you and you accept what they, the propaganda they give you. Oh yeah, Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, you know, uh, a little bit of slavery and, and, And if they talk about slavery, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, there was some good white people called abolitionists. And you move on. I'm just black. The month itself is called what? Black history. I'm black. That's it. Don't give up and think that that's your heritage and that's your history. No. Go to the Bible and find out who you really are. Understand that you were to forget. That's part of the prophecy. You were meant to forget. But the Bible's telling you also, if they shall bethink themselves in the land where they were taken as slaves, that means you have an opportunity to find out how wealthy you are, how rich you are. Go from here to the book of Revelations real quick, because we were talking about so-called white Jews, right? Lately, you have had certain people like Nick Cannon, Ice Cube. Uh, Kendra Lamar, there's a whole bunch of them that know who we really are, even Kanye West, Big Sean. But if they speak of us being the true children of Israel, immediately they're in trouble. They're considered anti-Semitic and they are looked upon as making something up. But when we read the book of Revelations chapter 2 and verse 9, This is Christ speaking to John the Revelator. He said, I know thy works. I thought we didn't have to have works according to churchianity. But here it is that we see now, the Bible's telling us, Christ said, I know thy works. Meaning the keeping of the commandments, the keeping of the laws. And tribulation, meaning our people are going to go through troubles. And poverty. And what? Poverty? Yeah, poverty. You have some of our people that are so poor, they call them third world countries. When you go to the certain countries in the Caribbean, where people go for vacation, where people go to spend time in the beach and stuff like that, inside those rich countries are children that don't have underwear on, that are walking naked, barefoot, going hungry, and not just in the Caribbean. So we have poverty. We live in the ghettos. We live in the hood. We live in the impoverished places. So I know that works in tribulation and poverty, but thou are rich. How are we rich? If you wake up and find the contract and find proof that you are a descendant of Israel, which is in the Bible, that agreement that God made with you, then you could claim your inheritance. Then you could claim the riches that belong to you. I know the blasphemy of them who say they are Jews. Hold up. 
Our people are not going around calling themselves Jews. Our people are going around calling themselves what? Black. Yet when we read this Bible, Christ was black. Moses was black. Adam, the first man, was black. Solomon was black. You can literally read, I am black in the Bible. But there's people in this world claiming to be Jews. They're the ones that everybody look at as the Jews. It says, we say there are Jews and are not, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Now, the reason we came here is because we read in Deuteronomy 33, and I'm holding my spot there. It said, I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. That means it's not only the children of Israel who forgot who they are, but even the other nations, those that are not learned, they think that the children of Israel are not these blacks, are not these Hispanics, are not these low slave people. But those slave people are the great people of God, the chosen people. The scriptures are telling us those that claim to be Jews, they are not the Jews. All throughout the Bible, you could read prophecies telling us who is in the land. You are to remember. You are to remember what you forgot. Let's get another scripture to show that we were going to forget and we need to remember. Let's go to the book of Psalms chapter 83, which is another prophecy showing us that we were going to forget who we are. And who was going to cause that to happen? Let's see. Let's find out. Psalms 83. We're going to start at verse 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. Be not still, O God. This was written by one of our forefathers by the name of Asaph. And he's writing about the future. And he's asking the Heavenly Father, please don't keep silence. Please do not be still, O Most High. Said, for lo, thine enemies make a tumult. And the Most High has enemies. Who are his enemies? The enemies of the Most High are those that hate his people. They have lifted up their head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people. Now they're plotting. They're planning. They are coming together to do something against the people of God. And consulted against thy hidden ones. And now in verse 3, it called the people of God the hidden ones. Why does it say hidden? Because that information now is hidden from them and from the world. Our people do not remember that they are the children of Israel. That is a hidden fact. And you know what's the funny thing? That there's clues all around us in the world. There's many historical books. The Bible itself that's in your home actually says it. Hold your spot in Psalms 83, for example. Let's go real quick to Psalms of Solomon 1 and verse 5. Because our people say, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. All day. I'm black. What are you? Black. What are you? Black. Right? Psalms of Solomon 1 and 5, it says, I am black. This is Solomon talking. If we go to verse 1, it says, the songs of songs, which is Solomon's. Well, Solomon said, I am black. It doesn't get any easier than that. That's plain and simple. Clear as day. But Solomon is talking about his skin color. He knows that that cannot be his nationality. Because black is just a color. So when you look at certain words that are identifying us, whether it's more, whether it's Negro, whether it's black, that was always them showing our skin color, but not who we are. 
Going back to Psalms 83, it says here in verse 4, they have said, who are they? The enemies that hate the people of God. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. What happened to our people? We ended up scattered all throughout the world and we are no longer one nation. The reason we're no longer one nation is because we're divided by so many false nationalities and so many religions. You have our people that are mainly Catholic, and from there, they're broken up into other groups of churchianity. Oh, I'm Protestant. Oh, I'm Jehovah Witness. Oh, I'm Pentecostal. Oh, I'm Methodist. Oh, I'm Baptist. All these religions that are worthless, that God did not give us, man-made religions. Oh, I'm Muslim. Then you have those that are eccentric. They, they go so far into other religions that are not even anywhere close to what truth is. Oh, I'm Buddhist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you have our people that are divided because of their languages. The languages they speak, I'm Spanish. Then you have these fake nationalities. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. I'm Jamaican. I'm Haitian. All those things are dividing us from being able to become one nation. And this is used against us when you think about it because if we're separated like that, it's easy to divide and conquer. If we read on, it says, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. Is the name Israel wiped out from history? Is the name Israel wiped out from the news? Is the name Israel wiped out from the map? No. But is wiped out from your mind, from you being able to remember that you are what? Israel. When you think of the name Israel, you think of someone else. Oh, they're the children of Israel. Oh, they're the, they're the Jews. Oh, they're the Jewish people. They have accomplished their plan, which is to make you forget. Now you have to what? Bethink yourself. They have accomplished the plan of you no longer being able to remember that you are a descendant of Israel. And there's many scriptures like that, that show that we were going to indeed forget who we are. Going back to 1 Kings, though, and verse 47, it says, If they shall bethink themselves in the land where they were carried captives, in the land where we are slaves, and repent, and make supplication, which means make prayers unto thee in the land of them that carry them captives, saying, We have sinned and have done perversely. We have committed wickedness. The reason we ended up in that condition of slavery was because of sin. It was not because we were uncivilized. It was not because we didn't have the weapons to fight back or the know-how. Because when you look in our history, we were ruling Europe. We knew about guns. We knew about swords. We knew tactical warfare. But the problem was that we were in sin and we angered our God. What kind of sins were we committing? We were worshiping false gods. We were committing fornication. We were being corrupt. And because of that, we fell. And during the Renaissance, the white power structure was reborn. It went from Rome falling to us being in power to the Roman Empire reviving again. 
if we shall bethink ourselves and say, damn, that makes sense how everything happened. If we look into the history books and find, whoa, yo, you know what? We are indeed the Jews. Because historians before this time period said that the Jews were black. You have Roman historians saying it. You had Greek historians saying it. You have the Bible that says it, that the Jews were indeed black. Then we should repent of the wrong that we learned, of the false nationalities. Repent means to forsake, give up. Repent of the wicked religions that our forefathers learned. Because look into our history. Look into our past forefathers. And you will find out that many slaves claim to be Jews. When you look at a lot of documentaries about our people and even um, movies about slavery, a lot of the times our forefathers identify themselves as Israel. In fact, in the 1800s, free slaves started going back to their heritage and calling themselves Israel, Jews, having Hebrew congregations in the U.S., in the South, in New York, in Philly. But the point is, is that there's clues all around. A lot of our people find out Christ is black. Yeah, yeah, I know. He got white woolly hair. And his skin is as fine brass. But okay, you know that? Well, what was Christ? What was his nationality? Wasn't he black? Wasn't he a descendant of Israel? Of the tribe of Judah? So that right there should give you a lot of ammunition to look into your heritage and say, you know what, you know what? You know what? I'm going to inquire. I'm going to search. Because I, if, if it's true that I'm Israel, then I should live according to God's ways. Because it says in verse 48, And so return unto thee with all their heart, which means their minds, and with all their soul, in the land of their enemies, which led them away captive, and pray unto thee toward their land, which thou gavest unto their fathers, the city which thou hast chosen, which is Jerusalem. And the house which I have built for thy name, then hear their prayer and their supplication in heaven, that dwelling place, and maintain their cause, and forgive thy people that have sinned against thee, and all their transgressions wherein they have transgressed against thee, and give them compassion before them who carried them captive, that they may have compassion on them. For they be thy people. And thine inheritance, which thou broughtest forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron. When it says that we came out of Egypt, that shows us right there that the Most High has the power to save us again from slavery. When the scripture says that we came out from the midst of Egypt, from the furnace of iron, that means that we were slaves in Egypt, just like we were slaves here. The Heavenly Father put the Spirit on those that have brought us into slavery to show us some compassion, that you have now the right to pick up a Bible, to study your heritage. And if you do that, you're giving yourself the chance to be saved, just like how we were saved from ancient slavery, from ancient Egypt. Because the word Egypt to us means slavery. The word Egypt means slavery. Today we live in the modern day spiritual Egypt and the Most High is telling you, look, if you come back to me, I'll come back to you. 
Therefore, we should always seek and you will find. Therefore, we should not give that which is to our honor to others. And don't doubt that you are, in fact, the children of Israel. We are blessed by the Most High to have the scriptures that have been preserved by our forefathers, to have been taught by the spirit that is now waking up these dead bones and we're putting on our flesh, we're putting on our nationality. The next step is by you keeping the commandments, the Most High will give you the Holy Spirit. With that, we want to give all praise and honor to the Most High in Christ. And we hope you brothers and sisters seek out your history and don't be afraid. Shalom. We hope you enjoyed today's class. Do not forget to support the truth. Subscribe and share. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to tell you everything from the beginning. That way you'll be able to tell your children and your children's children. Let me tuck you in. Here, take your pillow. I'm going to try to give it to you the way it was given to me. So special. Since the beginning of creation, when the father blew breath inside of Adam's chest to noble Abel's death to the birth of Seth, to the translating of Enoch who walked with the Lord who was hid and was not. From his line of prophet Noah, the only righteous man that came to give us comfort from the toil of our hands, preached a hundred years to the wicked sons of Cain, who were giants in the earth, children of the daughters of men. They filled the earth with sin, to the father sent the flood with rain from the sky before that time never was, but Noah's house lived. Escaped in the ark, there was a rainbow in the cloud The covenant of God from him, the famous Shem The grandfather of Eber, hence the word Hebrews A righteous man of virtue, soon came Abraham Father of many nations, friend of Yahweh Faithful and patient, the fruit of his loins shall be numerous as the stars He was kind and righteous for believing the word of God He begot Isaac, the son of his old age Filled with joy, he fell laughing on his face Isaac begot Jacob and his wicked twin Esau For the time he was conceived in the womb it was war Esau sold his birthright for the lust of the flesh Jacob inherits life while he inherits death For this cause Jacob fled to the land of Iran The plain of Pandana ran, house of Laban Was the turn Jacob wrestled with the angel of the Lord That gave him the name Israel The place is called Peniel Israel begot Reuben, Levi, Simeon, Gad Issachar and Asher, Neptali and Dan Zebulon and Judah, Joseph and Benjamin Patriotical brother that formed the 12 tribes Reason that I'm alive, reason that I survived Joseph he dreamed dreams, the reason he was despised Despised by his brothers, and his coat of many colors They threw him in the pit, then lied to his father He was stolen by the Midianites who sold him To the Ishmaelites who sold him To the Hamites, Potiphar and his wicked wife Cast in the prison, refusing to commit sin And lied with the harlot, he fled out by the garment They was there in the prison, the Lord was still with him and brought him out of state and made Joseph great. He was second in command next to Pharaoh in the land and over all Egypt, a father to the man. In time, Joseph returned to the bosom of the Lord and the prophecy of Abraham would now start to fall. The surety that people shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs for 400 years. Afflicted by that nation to the Lord's visitation, with him out with great substance, a wealth in abundance. Bless Moses the meekest, raised as a heathen until the age of 40. At 80 he had a calling, Aaron should be a prophet And you should be a god to bring that people out Of a bondage that was hard by ten plagues and wonders The Lord was amongst us, congealed the sea When he parted it asunder, the heart and heart followed Until the sea swallowed, the army that remained was never seen again
the game Chariots became coral at the bottom of the reef Bodies became food for the creatures of the deep What a wonderful feast for the people of his peace Shalom.